Hello, I'm Craig Gamlow from Soapbox Rocket, and this is Launchpad Problems, episode number 14. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. This is Houston, say again, please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. All right, so today's problem is a an activity more than a problem. It's still a problem, but it's a great activity for your brainstorming sessions. And this is a good one for long brainstorming sessions. If you're doing multiple days, do this one the morning of your second day, or if you're doing uh, an all day session, do this one after lunch. This is what it's good for. But so the problem is how do you communicate without words? Now, it part of that sounds easy, right? Signs, but this is this is how to do it. Break into teams, uh, preferably two, but if you need to do more than that, that's fine. But if break into your teams of two and give each person in that group a list of three words. And it, the best way to do this is set it up so that the first word is a noun, the second word is a verb, and the third word is an adjective. And then you take turns. Person one will do whatever it is, however they want to communicate without words to the first person, whether that be, you know, think about your solutions. Your solutions are uh, pantomiming, drawing, um, maybe there's other ones, and uh, let me know if you have other ones. Those are the two I can think of. And take turns. So, for example, if I'm number one, I've got my list. My first word is corn. So corn's a noun. How do I, you know, maybe corn's an easy one to draw, perhaps, assuming your audience is familiar with what corn looks like. Uh, And then number the second one, after they get that, move on to the word. The second one on mine is eat. That's a verb. This is one where it's probably better to pantomime that because that's something that gets. The third one is the adjective. And I think this is the tougher of the three. But so for my, for me, this one is juicy right? How do you communicate juicy to another person? Now, some of the best and uh, arguably the worst people at this are uh, Ikea. You know, you look at their instructions. um, They don't have written instructions. It's all visual guides on how to build your uh, furniture which is great and uh, infuriating depending on what stage you are uh, in building the furniture. And also look at the airplane safety cards, right? Very, uh, very few words ever used in them. And uh, sometimes they're really funny to look at, but it's, it's all in how do you communicate something to it? Another example of this for me is uh, we watch a lot of food contest TV, you know, reality TV, food shows. And there's something I always notice is so often the chefs that lose or at least are on the bottom were always upset that the tasters or judges did not eat their food as they intended it to be eaten. So I put that back on the chef. How can the chef prepare the plate in such a way that it's obvious of how I'm supposed to eat it? Uh, so that's just some examples of that. 
Uh, thanks for listening. Please email me uh, suggestions or your favorite solution to this question or other questions. Uh, you can email LPP at SoapboxRocket.com or you can interact via Twitter at SoapboxRocket.com. And if you want to share the podcast with your friends, point them over to the uh, website, lpp.soapboxrocket.com. Thanks. Okay, we checked all four systems, and there you go on modulation, all four, and keying was a go. Roger, you're locked. We're here also. All right, so for the second half of the show today, we've got another email. And uh, this is from an emailer named Tim, and if you want to email your solution, you can to lpp.soapboxrocket.com. So Tim answered the question from LPP number 10 of removing all the oxygen from a meeting room. And uh, this is what Tim says. I would light a bunch of candles around the room and then from the outside seal the room with plastic and duct tape. This would allow me to still look in the candles and find leaks in the seal and observe when the oxygen is all out. So I think that's a, uh, a great solution, great answer. Uh, I would ask, uh, what about, you know, what type of ceiling do you have in your, uh, meeting room is a drop ceiling. Is that possible to do that much ceiling easily? And also when the candles burn out, does that mean all the oxygen is gone or just all the oxygen in the immediate area around the candles? And, uh, that's, you know, how can, how can you improve Tim's, solution, right? Because remember, in brainstorming, one of the rules is there are no stupid answers or, or wrong answers. Always build off of. So if, if you have the understanding that oxygen isn't attracted to a flame and the air has to be moved, how would you improve Tim's solution to make sure that all the oxygen is, you know, would you use fans? Would you, you know, put candles in strategic places? So that's Tim's answer. Let me know if you've got your own answer or expand on Tim's answer. You can uh, do that via Twitter at Soapbox Rocket, or you can email like Tim did to lpp at soapboxrocket.com. Thanks. <laughs>